John Vertigan here, and I was a teenage prize pig. Jonathan Vertigan from Glen Waverley is on the line. Jonathan Vertigan from Glen Waverley. Jonathan Vertigan of Glen Waverley. You got 50 bucks, John. Jonathan Vertigan, Jonathan Vertigan. Jonathan Vertigan. G'day, John. Welcome to episode two, the podcast where we throw back to Melbourne radio in the late 80s when I was in high school, should have been studying, but instead was surfing the radio dial, trying to win as much stuff as possible. But it wasn't just about the winning, it was about the buzz of being on the air with my heroes at the time. In a recent clean-up of the shed, I found a box of cassette tapes which had recordings of my radio winnings on them. Not proud of them, thought long and hard about throwing them into the back of the rav and straight down to the tip, but then I thought, no, nah, there's a podcast in this. So each episode, I play a cringeworthy piece of audio where I fleece some poor radio announcer of a prize. I'll then track down the announcer that gave me the prize and reminisce about their life at the time and find out what they're up to now. Last week, it was Kevin Hillier on the Fox. This week, we go down the dial. Before they were 3 Triple M, they were 92.3 Eon FM. It was Melbourne's first commercial FM radio station. In fact, it was Australia's first FM radio station. And it was cool. And they had the coolest nighttime announcer. John Peters was talented, risque, rude, crude, and it almost felt like as a teenager you could get into trouble if your parents knew what you were listening to. John was on air from 7 till 10pm and the top eight at eight was the benchmark feature each night. Listeners would ring in from around four in the afternoon and vote for their favourite song and JP would count down the top eight at eight each night. John would ask for a caller to guess the number one song and if you guessed correctly, you won the top eight singles of the night. Now here's me with John Peters on Eon FM's Top 8 at 8 at some stage early 1988. And who do we have on the phone to try and tell us what number one is? It's John, John. Day, John, John. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm not bad, thanks, John, John. Where are you ringing from, John, John? Glen Waverley, John, John. And how are things there? Oh, things are pretty good uh, in uh, old Glen Waverley. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which school do you go to? Sindal High School. Got lots of friends there? Yeah. Got a babe at Sindal High, have you? Oh, for me to know for you to find out, John, John. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to find out. <laughs> uh, how'd you like to go out with Sylvie? Sylvie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, want me to organise a date? Uh, do you reckon she's got the number one song tonight? Yep, Skin on Skin. Yeah? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Well, you're right. Thank you. <laughs> you got the top eight singles of the night, mate. You ever. Enjoy them, won't you? Yes, I will. And thank you for listening to We On FM, John. Ah, uh, John Peters joins me on the podcast this week. John, John, 33 years down the track, I want to apologise to you for being a teenage prize pig. It sounds like last week. <laughs> for, for you, maybe not for me. Oh, thanks, John. Who was? The, yeah, I know. Was that your audition tape for, for radio in the regionals? <laughs> Certainly not. Tell me about those halcyon days of Eon FM in, in Bank Street, South Melbourne. Who was the number one? What, Sylvie. Was uh, uh, Sylvie with skin on skin. I can't say that uh, Syl- Sylvie went on to do anything after that song. Yes, and I was so nice in that. Oh, don't, don't, don't worry, I've got some audio to play a little bit later where you're not so nice. 
oh, yeah, I, I thought I was awful, you know. <laughs> uh, but, but that, and I think that doesn't sound right. No, those, those were great days, John. Uh, you know, I remember, I remember you used to phone up and I thought this guy, that, that you were the son of a radio legend. Mm. And, um, you, it sounded like you were going to be one yourself. And lo and behold, look what's happened. <laughs> yes, I you didn't make it. <laughs> it was uh, it was quite an era in in Melbourne radio, and the the top eight at eight was was a pretty amazing segment. And you you had such influence on the musical tastes of Melbourne. You introduced me to songs like Def Leppard, Love Bites, George Michael's oh, yeah. Faith album. Whenever I hear Underworld underneath the radar, I think of you. Kylie's Locomotion was born on the top eight of date. Now, no FM station That's in right. Melbourne touched that song except for you guys. Yeah, well, we actually did it, Ridgie did. Like if people uh, phoned up with their favourite song and if Locomotion got the most votes, we played it because the opposition, they tended to want to do the same thing, but they did it where the music director chose all the songs during the day and they got, so that was basically their playlist. And, but we did it like on the spur of the moment, you know, if a new song went in, because Cowtown had a lot of influence. Uh, they'd see something on Cowtown on Sunday night and they'd vote for it Monday night. And uh, it got so that fan clubs were ringing in with their favourites. That the, that were the days of pseudo echo and kids in the kitchen. Like there were so many uh, local acts, and uh, yeah, so we we did it um, pretty much one hundred percent correct. Did she give you a mention on the James Corden show? She mentioned the top eight at eight, but I don't know if she mentioned my name. Still, that's pretty cool. She might have. I because I, I remember uh, saying that she told that story. Yeah, and she did mention my name, but I'm not sure if she did in America. She didn't want to give me too much publicity, you know. <laughs> do, do, do jingles like this just take you back? <laughs> I remember I used to refuse to say Rock of Ages <laughs> because. And the rock it force. sounded like we were a gospel station. <laughs> but but then David Bowie in that movie, uh, The Man Who Fell to Earth, uh, at the time we were using Rock of Ages, about 83, mm. and um, there was a scene in the movie, because it was set in World War Two, and he sang Rock of Ages, the actual gospel song. And I thought, oh, well, maybe there's something in it after all. <laughs> You're yeah. onto it ahead of your time. Eon turned into Triple M on November 27, 1988. Here's some of your work from around that time. Now, yeah, hello, Triple M. Yeah. Hello. Hey, babe. Now, you, you really want this, uh, this, uh, this two-door manual Tirana? Yes, I do. Wouldn't you rather go for a four-door automatic? Oh, I'm happy with any car at the moment. It's 1970. You were you around then, were you? Alana Raffello yes, from Altona Meadows. Yeah, what were you driving then? I haven't. I never owned a car. You've never owned a car? Well, I've had it... my licence, oh, over 10 years. And you've never owned a car? Well, no. Hey, this could be a big chance. And imagine if this... Uh, this is the kind of thing that used to, used to run around um, Melbourne in 1970. Liv Mason and Hans Poulsen used to be on the radio. The pushbike song was very big at the time. My Sweet Lord by George Harrison. They used to, be, used to play in the AM radio. 
Is this, is this car fitted with an AM radio? Yes, we think it does have that original AM radio still in it. Oh, Can you imagine lovely. that? You could listen to 3MP for hours and hours and hours. Oh, no, 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 no. And hear all your favourite Glen Campbell songs. No, listen to 105. Yeah? Yes? Yeah, you listen intently and you love it after seven. You love the top eight at eight, don't you? Yes, I do. Did, did My you... son tapes it all the time, actually. Your son? How old are you, for God's sake? 29. Oh. He's 11. Oh. Nice, uh, <laughs> nice 3MP barb there, mate. <laughs> Still playing Glen play Campbell that? too. Yeah, still playing Glen Campbell. <laughs> Which is our line. Yes, yeah, I yes, love it. yes. <laughs> I don't remember that. Funny. We used to go through so much material every night. Yeah. There was a lot to do. And uh, I like. I always like to have a bit of a long chat. <laughs> I, I, I remember your long chats, as I said before yeah. in the intro. If my parents knew what I was listening to, I don't think I would be allowed. And I'm sure there uh, there were many kids and teenagers across Melbourne who were uh, in the same boat there. We learned a lot through your show, JP. Uh, yeah, well, I, I remember there was a girl who told me that she was in the car with her mother and she said, oh, let's listen to Eon FM. Yeah, John Peters is on. And she turned it up and I was talking about where the Steely Dan term came from, where they got their name. Right. And um, the mother said, oh, this is the type of thing he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to feel it was my duty to be an educator at that, uh, at that time of the night. The top eight at eight obviously went uh, with the name change to Triple M. I got on the top eight again. Obviously, I didn't have the uh, the correct number one song, but you wanted to, to use me in that situation. Let's have a listen to this. Triple M with John Peters. Let's see who we got in the wanker line here. Hello, Triple M. Oh, good John. <laughs> Hi, dude. Uh, you think you know what number one's going to be, don't you? I reckon I might. What is it? Bon Jovi, born to be my baby. Well, we're going to find out real soon, okay? So you just sit tight there, brother. No worries. All right, this is the number three song tonight. We flipped over Welcome to the Jungle, and we're playing this one by Guns N' Roses. Night Train. Oh, that's what happens when you turn the gunners over in Night Train. They're at number three tonight in the top eight today. And uh, you still on the wanker line there, Maddie? Yeah. Yeah? And you reckon Bon Jovi, born to be my baby, is going to be number one tonight, huh? I don't know. I'm having second thoughts. Yeah, I was going to say, because eat this. The wanker line. How, how did I possibly come up with that? <laughs> I don't know. I went to school the next morning, though. And uh, was that you on the wanker line last night, John? <laughs> <laughs> if I did one thing. Now, it was pretty funny because in those days I, I liked to use a bit of a sound effect. And uh, there was a song called Jack to the Sound of the Underground. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah. So I... Because it was jacked to the sound, I used to fill the um, instrumental breaks with Jack Nicholson audio, <laughs> and uh, and it was just full of. There was a scene in his movie Carnal Knowledge, strangely enough, with him and Anne Margaret and Art Garfunkel, and he says, "I don't know. Lately, I've been having a little trouble," and I could squeeze that in in between the words of the song and um, various other Jack Nicholson did. And people would would go to, um, I think it was Brashes in those days, or yeah. Central Station maybe, yeah. and um, they'd buy the song, or buy the record, and then they'd take it back and said, no, nah, this isn't the right version because they wanted the version. 
with with all my Jack Nicholson bits in it, oh, that, that, which wasn't wasn't really available. That must have made you feel very proud. Yeah, you, it, 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 you weren't just entertaining yourself. Yeah, I know, I know, and that and that it became hard when everything was on CD because you couldn't do that. It was, but I tried, and <laughs> you know, many. <laughs> it it wasn't quite the same when the CD door would open while I'm in the middle of trying to do something with the CD. And yeah, anyway, desperate and dateless was a weekly Thursday night feature from memory. Uh, was it a Thursday night? Oh, it was twice. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday Thursday. Yeah. Uh, a single person yeah. would join you in studio, and over the hour. Callers would ring in to try and win a date with that person. So uh, here's mm-hmm. here's mm-hmm. a little bit of desperate and dateless. People usually, well, Peter, people usually yeah. only get thirty seconds of think music. You but got, I, you I, got I, about thirty minutes <laughs> now, with all those women. Hey. So there's got to be one who's going to make you sweat. Come, <laughs> come along and have fun. Okay, so so who's the, who's who's going to be the lucky babe? You're going to choose. So you don't lose, so she don't lose. Okay, well, the so one, you can cruise. Cruise on. The one I want to pick is the one that's going to make me sweat. And that's Sue, the aerobics instructor. Oh, baby, baby. Hey, Sue. Not maybe. Woo. Rock and roll, dude. Hey, you got it. What a good pick. That's it. Sue. Sue. Oh, woo, 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 woo. Gonna make you sweat. Rock and roll. Oh, yeah, come on. Sue, the hard bod. Oh, oh. my God. And, and you didn't even get your panties off. Oh, they're off. <laughs> Now. Oh, cool. <laughs> She's hey, sweating. Hey, hey, why didn't you want the one that was going to take your photo nude? Oh, you've oh. seen photos of yourself. You've you've looked in the mirror, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's uh, that, oh, that's cool. So uh, Sue, you're going to sweat this out at Bortolotto's. You ever, you ever been there in Fitzroy Street? Sure have. You've been oh, there. You, well, like I haven't it? been there. Did you like the ambiance? I didn't have one of those. Oh, well, hey, <laughs> oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Remember that. Vividly. I I love the way people who listened and phoned in were in on every joke. (laughs) Because you you used to have have Desperate and Dateless Balls as well. It was that big a franchise. Uh, I don't think I did. Hang on, I'll check. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey! It's bringing it all back. (laughs) (laughs) Did Man, did you... Did you ever go on Desperate and Dateless? No, I was, I was a bit young for that, but used to used to listen every Tuesday and Thursday night, and uh, I, yeah. I, th- I think that was where you were at your cheekiest. Did you did you ever get into any serious trouble for on air misdemeanors? Uh, no, not that I can recall, because I don't think we did anything illegal. Did... Uh, not on the air, anyway. Um... <laughs> no suspensions. <laughs> but... No, no, not oh, these days. You know, people like Carl Sanderland always get suspended for doing something, and I thought, hang on, they should have listened in the eighties. <laughs> that that was real suspension stuff. But I think it was all in good humour and good fun, and you know, we all had a good time. From Triple M, uh, you you're on Gold a, a few years back, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, because. Once you hit a certain age, you can't <laughs> you can't do the teenage uh, stuff anymore. You, you still can, but it's according to the radio rules. And once you hit another age, you just can't do radio anymore, which is uh, which is kind of weird. Because in America, there are people like Howard Stern is on satellite radio, but he's 
like he's 68 and he's still doing the same shtick as he did in the 80s although he's not as he's not as naughty as he was he's he kind of just interviews people now which is good fun as well but and there's heaps of uh, heaps of guys uh, like in their 60s who do classic rock radio but here that tends to be they still have like 20 year olds they do classic rock the, the Eagles, hang on, I haven't heard of them. I better do some research. <laughs> I, I I loved the uh, the loose nature of nights on Eon and, and Triple M, and you were you weren't afraid to refer to other radio stations. Your affectionate nickname for the Fox, who was your you know um, opposition at the time, you would refer to them as Pussy FM. Like working at Pussy FM while you got a contract at Triple M. Who'd work there? Nobody works there. You heard some of those DJs? <laughs> they recorded all their voice tracks in 1979 and they're still playing them, you think? <laughs> yeah, the female giggle in the background. Vicky Pupanaki, your studio schlep, who you still keep in touch with today. Yeah, well, she's on the radio now. Yeah, she's in Tassie, isn't she, in Hobart? Yeah, yeah, and because she was in radio, like, she used to answer the phones and then she got a bit of an on-air role. And she worked in the record library and a few did did lots of things for years and years. And then someone suggested she could do on air. So like everyone in the world except me, she went to Shepparton. She was there for about six months. And then now she's in Hobart doing stuff. And she still sounds like she's like 25. But um, Still looks like she's 25 she's actually, too. She's actually... 28. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's done a radio. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. done a radio gig in Shep, haven't they? You haven't lived until you've uh, you've been to well, the the, uh, the Aussie Hotel. Well, I did my time in Queensland, the Outback. Because if Kevin, you had Kevin on, he would have been at 4LG in Longreach. Mm. Yeah, and I was at 4VL in Charleville, which was just down the road, about 800 miles. Yeah, so your old mate. So when you when you were on nights at Triple M and and he was uh, anchoring the D Generation Breakfast Show, I remember you used to refer to him as Beverly and uh, and the D Generation. Yeah, Beverly Hillier. Yeah, <laughs> that, that comes from the Beverly Hillbillies. Yes, but he was he was quite he was quite comfortable with that because he ring me and say, "Oh, JP, it's Beverly here." <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, mix with anyone? Do you catch up with uh, any of the uh, the old uh, Eon Triple M gang these days? Well, well, we had an Eon reunion in July, just between uh, between lockdowns. Like it was, it was a rare moment mm. uh, that weekend. There was no lockdown, but uh, yeah, we did that, and I caught up with uh, Carl and Kent Forbes and. Uh, who else? Was Lee was Simon? Lee Simon was there. Lee, Lee organised the whole thing yep. with Bill Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. And he was there. And um, it, 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 it was weird because everyone's so different now. And we kind of moved on from the Eon things. Like we talked about a few things, but um, it's so long ago now. And I'm, you know, but I, it was a great time. Probably my favourite time in, uh, in radio. It was wonderful to see the photos of that reunion. You still love music, John? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, I'm still uh, the top eight at eight sort of um, 
it was the the, the harbinger for my musical taste. The uh, those crazy eighty songs, like One Hit Wonders, mm. like uh, Echo and the Bunny Men, and uh, stuff like that. But there's a song out at the moment. Uh, it's by a duo called Wet Leg, and the song is called. Uh, Chase Lounge, and it's probably the best thing I've heard since I played it. Wow, that's uh, that's a big I, that's a big statement. Yeah, I think they're from England, but uh, I I haven't heard it on the radio because that that would require me turning on a radio. Yeah, right. Okay, that that answers <laughs> that answers my next question then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just not the same listening. Because in those days, everybody used to listen to everybody else. Like, mm. you could quote just about everything somebody said in their uh, their show that day, and and they'd listen at night and things like that. But I don't, I don't know if that happens anymore because I don't really know what goes on. John Peters, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with me on the Wanker Line today. <laughs> <laughs> what number is the wanker line? I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> you were such a wonderful part of my teenage years and uh, many Melbournians grew up and learnt a lot from you and it was really good to hear your voice again, mate. Thank you. <laughs> and I hope that they took that on to their uh, everyday lives. <laughs> Thanks, John. I'll hear you on the radio. Thank you, John. Well, you don't turn it on anymore, so how are you going to do that? I have no idea, but mate, it was a it was a nice thing to say. A nice thing to say. Make make an exception <laughs> to the rule. Flick it on to three uh, MP for more Glen Campbell. Yeah. Haven't you had enough plugs? <laughs> See you, John. See you, mate. So good to have John Peters on. Hope you're enjoying I Was a Teenage Prize Pig. Please give it a nice rating, hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And I'd love to hear from you as well. Maybe you were a teenage prize pig. Reach out through Instagram at John Vertigan, John with no H, at J-O-N-V-E-R-T-I-G-A-N. Next week, you'll hear me try to name as many albums as I can in 10 seconds. Your time starts now. Good morning, Vietnam Central. Grab me, Miss Nana. I'm interested in how long could it turn to a Hang on, John. Hang on. Now, listen, you're, getting, you're getting, just going too fast. We can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> We're going back to 3XY, baby. The birthplace of hot hits, the XY Zoo and Rocktober. Can't wait to catch up with Dave Ferguson next week on I Was a Teenage Prize Pig.